Yo. Check it. Uh-huh. Mike, check one, two. We starting out with, with a little little vibes. Little tune. Little tune. Yes. We getting it popping because, you know, we sipping rum, so you might as well take it back to, you know, to the islands. Yes, sir. Feel me? Even though we drinking Haitian rum. Hey. All the same, baby. It's all a vibe. It's all a vibe. What's good? Welcome back to the dopest podcast. Yes, yes. We'll back another podcast. week. Did we take a Did we take another week off last we week? We did. Yeah, we That's had to regroup. Good. Yeah, man. We just we gonna hop right back into it because you know sometimes life happens. We just gotta keep it trucking. Uh-huh. But uh, I'm glad I'm back with my my good friend here. Yes, yes. Rocco. We are one member short. Hopefully she shows up. Let's hope today. so. I think she will. If not, we have our third uh, member, <laughs> the yes. Haitian rum, aka Barbacu, Barbacourt. Yeah. So we got the we got I'm the. I'm still f- waiting for for the check. Yeah, for real. Actually, just send us some free bottles. Actually, you know, we'll be fine. Yeah, I'm good with some free bottles. We ain't, yeah. you know, we ain't got to get no endorsement. I mean, that that comes later when we got more right, right. more listeners. Speaking of listeners, speaking of listeners, we on Apple, son. Officially. Officially on. Apple. How big is that? That's pretty dope, man. It was pretty man. cool seeing that. Yeah. So, I mean, it, just, it took a little long, you know, a little bit of procrastination, a little bit of trying to figure out how shit gets done. Uh, it's coming to, we're coming to Spotify. I think we're already on Google Play, which I didn't check it, but it, I got the email saying that we're on there. So, yeah, just making big moves, you know? Big things. That's how we're going to get to the masses. Yes, yes, yes. That's how we're going to get to the masses by being available on all the platforms that you love to listen to. So, and we're getting better, you know what I'm saying? We, we're we working on it. Yeah. So, all right, let's cut this reggae a little bit. Yo, Rocco, any any music you want to put through here, man? Just, you know, I'll give you free oh, you range. Want me, you want me to be a DJ? Yeah, I mean, I'll give you free range, bro. You know it's going to be all J <laughs> at one point. <laughs> yeah, all J every day, right? All J every day. That's cool, man. So, uh... So what are we talking about? How was your week? My, my week was solid. Uh, I'm trying to think of anything special happened this week. Special, yeah. interesting. Anything, special, anything like interesting. Uh, I don't think anything interesting. I'm not going to bore anybody with any, you know, regular ass details. Because, you know, we all <laughs> we all go through the same shit. Work, uh, home life, wife, kids. Um, trying to think what's going on. Getting ready for we taking a little trip up to Atlanta soon. Nice. See my peeps. I got a lot of family there. I got my one of my best friends up there. Bankhead? Uh we not going to Bankhead. Oh, okay. I'm trying to stay out of the hood. We're gonna be in the in the um, you know, in the tourist area <laughs> <laughs> until we go to Magic City. Yeah. <clears throat> now, nah, but um yeah, so that should be good. That should be coming up soon. So we're gonna do this podcast, probably we're gonna do one next one next week and then might take a little break. Right. But, uh, yeah, that's about it. We're just excited about, you know, taking a week off for the 4th of July weekend and um, going up there, having a little bit of fun with the fam. Eat some wings. Eat some wings. Eat some some good southern food. Yeah. Go up to, um, was it Gladys? Gladys Knight. Got, got a good restaurant. There's a bunch of them now. But uh, some good. I've only been in Atlanta once. Really? I was. Uh, work, right? Um, nah. No. Uh, basketball tournament. I was oh. 17, 18. Wow. So you haven't been as an adult, though? No. Mm. I have not been there as an adult. And I heard that the ratio there is, uh, you got, bro, you got about, as far as treatment, 
straight men and straight women. Yeah. You got about 70-30 ratio, women I, to men. I wish that... No, I don't wish. Uh, honestly, I would like to debunk that and say that it's not true, but it is definitely true. I don't know about the number exactly, right, right. but it's crazy, bro. Tick like mud. <laughs> crazy. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, we, we all... Uh, you know, we all we're, we're good boys, but yes, it's, yes, it's nice to we got to go up there and just chill. My boy Dre, he lives out there. He's the he's a nightlife uh, connoisseur, so he <laughs> he'll take us around, and show us where the hot spots is. But uh, yeah, man, we got to do that for sure. That's, yeah. that's an easy trip right there. For we gotta sure, go there and just hang out for a couple of days, you know, weekend or whatever. It's it's a good time. Atlanta's a fun city. You know? Yeah, man. Yeah. So what about you? Um, nothing really fun or interesting or. You know, different. The only thing is, I think I have, uh, I have like an issue with going to the um, like supermarkets, <laughs> right? An issue that I have. Okay. I think you know. I think this is something just just with me. Is I have issues with old people in a supermarket, mm. and they try me. Hmm. So I'll give you an example. I go to BJ's. Right. I got my car. I go to customer service side. Right. You know, I'm waiting to get my coupon book. Right. Right. Because I need to get my my savings. You got to get your savings in there. Penny penny save is a penny earned. Right. So I put my car right in front of me while waiting in line. Right. There's two, this old couple came by Mm -hmm. right next to me. The husband pushed their cart to go left. The wife looking at the coupon book, decided to go right. Mm-hmm. So I guess she turned around and decided to grab my cart, which I was right in front of, right, thinking that it's hers. Right. So I grabbed the cart mm. with my hand. Right. And I said, that's mine. Right. How about the old white lady looked at me like she wanted to punch me in the face? Really? Okay, so you know me. Always got, I always got mad follow-up questions. Right. She thought it was hers, or she just she, she thought it was hers. She forgot that her husband took took the car, right? right? So I mean, it's an honest mistake. No, don't fucking touch my car. <laughs> I don't give a fuck if you're old, young. <laughs> don't fucking touch my car. Don't touch my car. Yeah. And I looked at her straight up, like, yeah. Oh, you think you're mad? Yeah. You're not touching my car. This yeah. is my car, right? And and I'm the guy that you know if I'm in. I've done it before. I lived in, in Jersey, and I'm, I'm in a train on the bus, and I see an old lady. Yeah, yeah. Old man, I'll, I'll get up, hey, you know, go ahead and take my seat. Sure. But when somebody coming after me yeah. on my cart. Yeah, you're, you're in a different mode now. Yeah. Flip I don't mode. discriminate. Yeah. You get it. Yeah. So, so the same thing happened, did you, you know, give it, a few did times. You, did you I give, give it a dirty look. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, no, that's my car. Yeah. And then she was going to, like, argue with me, like, yeah. that's her car. And then her husband came, like, honey, honey. Did you, okay. I got the car right Did here. you know that? Yeah, I watched the whole thing. Okay, but do, do you think a better response would have been, like, no, 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 your husband has your car right there? Probably. <laughs> Probably, but not Probably. today. Not today. <laughs> I mean. I Yo, mean, your level of petty is, uh, I love it. I guess something has to do with all people feel, feeling like they're, uh, Entitled to things. That's true, but I think in that in situation, life? you know, they she's just a little bit ab- absent-minded. because no, I because I I'm not gonna okay. So if we're in, because <laughs> I I've done this shit plenty of times, 
where I'm in the supermarket, I walk away from my cart. By the way, it's, I, 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 dis, I despise Walmart, right? Mm. And I feel like the world feels that way. I'm getting to that point where, because I used to be like, all right, Walmart's whatever. You know, you get the best savings, whatever. But now it's to the point where I can't tolerate it. It's just the type of people that are in there. I, right. just, I just can't do it. So every time I go to Walmart, somebody takes my cart. Mm. So I understand your frustration. Like I'll walk, you know, like I, I'm not going to, I don't take the cart with me everywhere. You know, I'll put it in the aisle and I'll just walk and just grab whatever I need out the aisle. And right. I come back to my aisle and, you know, come back to my car and put the stuff in there. So there was one day when my car got taken twice. Mm. I had to, somebody took my cart. I'm like, oh shit. I had to go back, get another car. And then it happened again. I left. I was like, I'm done. Mm. I'm done shopping today. I'm not coming back to Walmart. Of course, I went back. <laughs> so, so, like I said, the savings was just amazing. Uh, but um, what was my point? My point was, oh, so many, many times I have actually grabbed somebody else's cart thinking it was mine. See? Because, <laughs> because you do that and, right. and, and normally that you, you make that yeah, mistake, right. you are less... You know, judgy right. when other people do it to you because like, yeah. hey, things happen. Yeah, yeah. I don't and, make that and, fucking mistake. And I feel I'm very, <laughs> very. This is my card. I pay attention to my right. surroundings very, very good. Yeah. And when I see, like I see it happening in slow yeah, motion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes to the husband. He took the cart. Uh-huh. Oh, look at her. She's looking around. She can't find her husband. Yeah. Oh, she, she's coming my way. Oh, she thinks that her, my, my car is her car, even right. though I'm in front of it and have yeah. my coupon book on it. Yeah. And I grabbed my cart. Yeah. She was gonna grab it. But you wanted to, you understand that you wanted to fight. I was gonna fight. Yeah, I, I was gonna fight the bitch. Because if I saw, because <laughs> if I saw that taking place, I would have thought it's hilarious. Like, look at this. Look now, at this mind thing. you, yeah, yeah. I'm six seven, two hundred fifty pounds. Right. She ain't care. She's a little old lady. Yeah. Like if somebody else would be like, oh, I'm sorry, and then yeah. walk away. Even yeah. if this their cart, uh-huh. and I gave you that look, yeah, like, yeah, 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 don't yeah. fuck with me. That's yeah, my yeah, cart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the lady still wanted, wanted like she wanted go, to, she wanted to smoke. Yeah, I'm like nah, <laughs> that's my car. Now, now if he was the like, lady hey, smoke. you know, like I, don't, I can't walk that good. Yeah, like, yeah, I can't yeah. go back get get a car. Yeah. I, here, take a car. I go get another one. But you demand it like it's mine. Like, yeah. It's not yours. Yep. Yeah, okay. All right. Well, let's we'll, let's move on. Let's, let's move, move on. on. Let's move but on. too much time on the car. Yeah, yeah. But that's my problem that I have. I have issues, yeah. y'all. Okay. I'm, I'm glad you admit that. No, I'm I have just, issues. I'm just letting you know that you just wanted to fight. No, no, I have issues. Okay. I'll fuck an old lady up. <laughs> flow. I'll fuck flow up. <laughs> I'll fuck an old lady up, boy. Ethel, yeah. you're getting it. Anyway. Oh, but yeah, so what's going on this week in um, Last couple of weeks, actually, you know, hip hop. Anything interesting? Anything that um, you want to talk about? Um, you know, something came up. Uh, I guess you know, every time somebody's album comes out, it seems to be like uh, some type of I don't know controversy or something. And I think it's just to sell records, of course. You know? So with the um, release of T Grizzly's album, mm-hmm. he he made a. I don't know why they made a big deal out of this. I don't think it's a big thing, but I just wanted to get your take on it. So. He mentioned on the album that he's the he's the hottest thing in, in Detroit, basically. You know, and don't basically don't don't I don't know what the actual line is. Don't mention Eminem, or niggas talking about Eminem. You know, so uh, do did you he think, say, did he use the word hottest? Uh, he said uh, or the best. He, I, I believe he said hottest in Detroit. Yeah, which is true. I mean, he hottest. Yeah, I mean, he is the hottest thing in yeah. Detroit. Uh, I, I got to pull up the actual line. 
but we could talk about it while I pull it up because I don't want to misquote because I think the words are important. What he actually says, because you know when people say that they're, they're the best, that's different from saying they're the hottest. You know, mm-hmm. right? Because yeah. like Cardi could be the hottest, which right, is right. hottest best. and best are two different things. Yeah, exactly. hottest. You're trendy. You're, uh, you know, you're uh, you're the latest and greatest thing. You're you're you have a lot of energy behind you. Mm-hmm. You run the city at that time at that yep. specific yep. time. The DJs, the clubs, all, everywhere you go, right. they're playing your records. Yeah, you go out of town, they're playing your records. That's yes. Right. Hottest is way different. That's than right. The best. Because the thing is, is that you could be hot. You're only hot for a minute. Yeah. You, you, you know what I mean? Like Eminem is not the hottest. What's rapper. the guy that did the the country song? What's it called? Right. Nas uh, X. Yeah, the little little Nas X. Yeah. He's, he's scorching hot. right now. Fire. Right. But we wouldn't we wouldn't say that he's the best. <laughs> he ain't even fucking hip hop. Not even close. <laughs> he ain't even an MC. Uh, he's a country artist. He said, "Oh, he said he runs Detroit." Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, I'm the king of New York. You know what I'm saying? Like, really? Nah. You know, like, who, who <clears throat> really is? Nobody can, you can't run, you can't run New York. You know what I mean? Like, or, or you. So I'll give you an example. Mm-hmm. Mayno. Right. His name, his nickname is King of Brooklyn. Right. Is he the king of Brooklyn? Right. No. No. He's not. But that's the title that he has. Right. And that's okay. That's, that is okay. Yeah. But if he says, I run. I run, uh, you know, Detroit. First thing I, that came to my mind is he probably got a pass from, from what's his name, Trick Trick? Trick Trick, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. He probably got a pass from him. Right. So if he feels, if Trick Trick feels that he got a pass, mm-hmm. who else going to say something? Because exactly. Trick Trick runs Detroit. I mean, but, you know, I think it's just a play on words because, I mean, okay, You've run Detroit. And M M runs the fucking world. Right. M is not, I I feel like M is not after that. He should have maybe said Big Sean or something. Exactly. He went went to the the crown. I'm glad you said that. Because for me, Big Sean is that dude. You know what I mean? Well, the top three Detroit artists is M, Mm -hmm. Royce the 5'9", Big Sean. Sean. In that order. Absolutely. You know what? I cannot... Disagree, you got it. So, uh, I think he's looking at it from like a regional point of view. Like, he, he runs Detroit, but only Detroit. I think they'd be gassed, honestly. Like, and this is no shade to, to T Grizzly. I, they, I don't, I feel like he really feel like I know your album's coming out and I know you're trying to get a little buzz, but it's like, I feel like people would be really gassed and maybe he got the street, he might got the streets, you know what I'm saying? But it's just like I don't know, bro. You know. But uh, do you think it's do you think it's disrespectful to M? Nah, M is M shouldn't even shouldn't even listen to that shit. I make another. And he does. He listens to every fucking little thing, which is right idiotic. But right. that's just the um, you know the competitiveness in him. And right. I won't be surprised if he throws shots at him. Mm, I don't. Nah, I don't think. He I won't be surprised it. if he mentions him. I don't think he touches it because he, he he he. I think he wants to. He wants to. He wants to be the mayor of Detroit. You know what I mean? Like not not the real mayor. Yeah. But I think he wants that, so he's not gonna try to piss the, the streets off and and. Want to be KOD, King of Detroit, King of Detroit, KOD. Um, you know this refers back to, I know I mentioned it before on this podcast, how Eminem feels, and I think it's when you reach a certain plateau or a certain uh, height in your career. Jay Z said. 
I'm in the air. I don't hear niggas corny raps. But he does. But he does. He hears everything. Every little yes. thing. Right. So I think the line is powerful because we know he hears everything and he re- he may not respond to everything, but he hears everything, right? But I feel like Eminem, like, he don't, some, when you get to a certain level, you don't have to respond to these guys. Mm-hmm. These guys, are, they they want your spot. They want to be, they want, they haven't come close to accomplishing what you accomplish, you know? To, to come to, to come at Jay or to come at somebody like Eminem, you got a long ways to go. Right. So, uh, saying stuff like that is cool, but I would not respond. Me, I wouldn't respond unless mm-hmm. I felt somewhat threatened. Sometimes you got to spank niggas mm-hmm. just to let them know. Like when, when, <laughs> when Jay was like, I'm about a dollar. What the fuck is 50 cent? You know, 50 cent was really nobody at the time. I mean, right. he, didn't, he didn't even drop an album at the time, but it's like he, he had some buzz. So Jay was just like, let me, let me you know, I, don't want, I don't want niggas thinking that I'm, Soft, <laughs> you know, so I'm in the air, I don't care about niggas rap. So, niggas uh, back. so oh, yeah, uh, no, I agree. Uh, yeah, I, I, I do think uh, M has a different personality than I say J or Nas, mm-hmm. you know, where you know, but he's they, a battle they, rapper for sure, yeah, by trade, first and foremost, right, before anything, before anything else, yeah. Um, so that's never gonna go away. I mean, he's he's what he's almost 50 years old, if not 50, right? Um, you know. And he's still, he just went out of uh, Machine Gun Kelly. Right. You know, so, which he shouldn't even answer him, but. But I think he's, but Machine Gun Kelly is, maybe I don't, you know, maybe I, I'm, I'm not speaking from a, a knowledgeable place, but to me, Machine Gun Kelly is pretty pretty big. He's got a big fan base. And I feel like M is a little bit threatened by Machine Gun Kelly, not saying that he's ever going to be as big as him or accomplish what he's accomplished, uh-huh. but he he is big. You know, he he has a huge fan base, and he had he makes enough noise where Eminem will feel that ripple, right? Because right. it's just like you could I'm gonna let these niggas say whatever they want. It's it's never gonna affect me. Uh-huh. But if I got somebody like Machine Gun Kelly or you know somebody that's it's pretty big, you know, talking a lot of shit right. on records. Kind of making me look crazy. I gotta respond, you right. know. So I, I think, I think he, you know, for somebody like that, he's gotta respond. So it just, I just think it just depends on how big, you know, that person is. He's responding. Huh? M is responding. M, M, yeah, for sure. You think? Yeah, he is. But yeah. All right. Well, we'll see. We, we shall see. We shall see. I think, honestly, not to dwell on it. I think T Grizzly is. He's got. He's too. Gutter and two street foot for Eminem. I think Eminem is scared of that. No, M got the biggest pass in life in Detroit. Yeah, you think so? Okay, okay. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Um, I don't think that I'll that ever change. And, and, but I don't think it's a oh I'm scared he might you know niggas might come come for mm. me. I f- I think it's just I'm not trying to. Again, I want to be the mayor of Detroit, so I can't piss this whole. The whole hood off, or the you know whatever mm. he does got a pat. I mean, he I mean he does have a lot of clout, but I just feel like I don't know. You might be right. We'll see. We shall see. All right. So what else we got? Um, did you hear the uh, Vic Mensa song? I did. I saw a little clip of the yeah. video. Uh, you know this topic. I feel like I don't know enough about it. Right. 
So I know, you know, it seems like I'm always playing devil's advocate or whatever. But, uh, you know, it, it, obviously the Vic Mensa thing, to give a little background, is about the the, uh, the kids that are on these basically... Detention they, camp. Right, what they call them detention camps or whatever. Uh, so he's... Vic Mensa, he's a very, very uh, active. He's an activist, a philanthropist. He does a lot uh, on the front lines, puts himself in a lot of... Uh, compromising positions to, to help out the less fortunate. So shout out to Vic Mensa uh, for doing that. I'm I going to assume that it's all coming from a good, uh, genuine place. And he's mm-hmm. using his, his voice uh, to push to, you know, push a, a positive agenda. But anyway, um, so, I you know, I wish I knew more about the more about the politics of it. Mm-hmm. What I'm starting to understand is what what they're saying is that it's another form of business. Uh, these 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 uh, camps are privately owned, mm-hmm. and they're trying to fill them up just like they do with the jails, right? right? So, um, you know, he's kind of speaking out against that. What, what's your? Ooh, sounds like sounds like TT. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Bounce, bounce, bounce. Yeah. Uh, I'm a freestyler. Yeah. Get it. Gotta pick up the phone now. Get it. I'm not, I'm not even gonna try. Yo, yo, we was free. I was about to freestyle. You know the beat. Don't, 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 don't. I was, I was, I yeah, I was getting. Rum night. We got the Haitian rum, so you know I'm a little loose already. So I was about to, I was about it. to kill him, yo. What's up, Rocco? What's up? How's the movie? This boy story. Oh, okay, you cried. So good. I don't know how. Did they you do cry? It, to be honest, I don't know. I'm like a little. I'm in awe right now of Disney and Pixar. But oh, she got why? <laughs> Yo, I joked about <laughs> rushing home recklessly, right? And why am I driving on the way home on the highway with my six-year-old asleep in the second row? And this moving van. I look to my side, and he's like creeping it, like about to run into me. What? So as soon as I got home, Robbie, I put him in bed, and I was like, "Yeah, mommy needs a glass of wine." Damn. Very stressful. It's rough out there. Liquor wine. It's rough out there. You gotta be careful. You cherry be, wine. You can't where be calling. Rec- where am I jumping in the conversation? What are we talking about? Right Vic now? Mensa, actually. We need to yeah, uh, talk about that. Wait, what? Vic Mensa's song. The what? Vic Mensa. Oh my gosh! So what did you guys think? I thought it was trash. Lies. Garbage. Well, look, it's not. It's no, no, not no, 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 no. Stop, 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 stop. We just joking. We just joking. We didn't. Even, we didn't even give our opinion on the song. We just talking about the. I'm talking about the political side of it, and for what I understand about it. So, um, but I, I, I go. You want to go, Rocco? You want to let her? No, oh, she. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm gonna let you finish. No, nah, no, nah, I don't want to go first. I just got on. I I need to warm up first. That is exactly why you gotta go first, right? Uh, so I was just saying. I'll just I'll just finish what I was saying. Um, so I was just saying that on the political side of it, for what I understand is that they're saying that these uh, camps are now a business, and um, you know, there's private companies that's making money off of them, just like the jails, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so now they're trying to put kids in there and it's you know kids are in know. there kids are oh, yeah. in there and they send I'm their, saying, well, they're their trying parents to, they're, away they're trying to put more 
kids in there, and they're getting bigger. It's getting more. How much they said is thirty thousand or something like that. I, I don't know. It's, that that number seems ridiculous to me, and maybe I'm just pulling it out of my ass. But anyway, uh, so <laughs> I guess you know we're supposed to be mad about it, and uh, but I just don't know enough about it to really have an opinion. So I'm I'm really looking forward to somebody like you who's um, very there's no there's no way that you don't know enough about it to not have an opinion. I, I'm I'm being honest with you. I mean I can't I can't look at the, uh, a post on on Facebook and and start crying. And, you know every time somebody I mean because people are always putting sad shit. I mean I mean my wife sends me shit like this all the time. She's like, can you believe this? I'm just like, I, I don't know how to feel about it. I don't, I don't know the whole. But story. it's not just a post huh? on Facebook. You say, I don't know the whole story. I don't know the whole story. I don't. I, I don't know. I don't know the whole story. They're detained. Oh I don't watch God. the news. I don't watch the news, but I've heard I've heard things here and there. And it's on the news. Like if you watch any channel, but you can pick which one to hear what like want to get a spin on it or not. Like if you want people to say that it's like a summer camp, you can right. watch a certain channel. There's immigrants coming into this country and there's there. You heard when when that happened, you heard when that started happening, didn't you? Not on Facebook, right. on the news. Right. There's they're okay. taking the they, they're taking the parents and sending them back. Because, you know, when they would say I'm um, with the like anchor babies. Remember when people would say that where, where people come from other countries and have a baby, they have a baby here, and then they so say, they well, this my child is is a res is a, American yeah. is a citizen. So I can mm -hmm. stay, too. And I guess. I'm, I'm, I don't know, but it seems like they were like, oh, that's what you guys are doing? Well, how about this? We're going to take your children from you. Peace. So what are they doing with the, the parents? They're sending them back or they're putting them in their I see. I haven't looked that much into it, but. So you're saying that, that Americans, right? We'll just call it what it is. We're seeing a family of four sneak into the country. We're detaining the whole family. We're sending the family back to Mexico or no. wherever, and then we're I, yeah. I, I I don't think that's. I'm just saying without the children, the children are here, right? And no, it can't. No, no, and and I, that's why I'm saying it because I don't think that's right. We're not. Of that's not right. You don't think that's happening? No, no, no. Not ethically right. I'm saying it's not true. That's not true. What's happening? We're not sending the parents back and keeping the children. The, have the, you seen? Have you, you haven't seen the videos of the kids crying, the ones yeah, that so, are by themselves well, have, without right, their parents. Where are the parents? Okay, let's answer that first. They're not where with their the children. I don't care if they're on their other side of the gate. They're not with their children. But so, if if you if you commit a crime, if you commit a crime with your children, you think your children are gonna go to jail with you? I'm gonna tell you. What my grandmother told me in South Florida, okay, when all the people were coming from Haiti. And they mm -hmm. and and it was a problem when I was young, and it was on the news, and people were complaining about all the people coming from Haiti because of the bad conditions in Haiti. My grandmother looked at me and said to me, "If my grandparents had or pair whoever it was had not been allowed to come from Europe, we wouldn't be here because our family would have gotten put in a concentration camp." So like I don't I don't. For, for that's the thing for America to be like it's a crime those people are seeking asylum they're not trying to come rob the Walmart but mm -hmm. well, it's not, no, I got it's you. not asylum Go ahead, because there's no war there's no war where they are or there's no um, fear of their life so the situation you're talking about is 
mainly um, um, so uh, like you mentioned Titi the let's say you know a family or just a husband and wife or just a mom or just a dad or whatever moves here has the kid here the kid the kid is citizen right they are the parents don't have any they li- illegally live in here so they are committing a crime so what they the I US say send, then doing... send the whole family back. If you don't want to give them asylum, you send the whole family back. It's not our because they're not putting they're not putting them. They're sending them. I'm I want to look into it, but I'm pretty sure they're sending them away. And whatever it is, it's just like the prisons. It's not ethically okay to have children in a in a detainment center because their parents. Like if I committed a crime, my children would go if they. Someone couldn't take them, which would be horrible. They go into an orphanage or some kind of nonsense like that. But a detention, no. And they're doing it because they're. I mean, do you not think they're doing that's okay in America because they're they're brown, dark brown, possibly. and possibly. Go ahead, Rocco. Because I know um, you. I know you were getting to a point. Go ahead. I didn't know. No, what I was saying was, um, so when they committed the crime, being illegally living here. Um, the U.S. hasn't been, you know, deporting them because, you know, they're because they have kids and whatnot. Um, now, if you're living here illegally, you, you're costing taxpayer more money, right? Because that person that's living illegally here doesn't pay taxes. Sure. So they get paid on the table, and you know, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Now, to your point, TT, because they they can't you know, deport the kids because the kids are American citizens. So legally, they cannot deport them. But obviously, because we have somebody in, in the office that doesn't care about, you know, family and, and doing the right thing, he wants to prove a point and he wants to remove, he wants to remove anybody that doesn't pay taxes, which are all illegals or illegal immigrants. So once he got ICE, you know, to put their foot down on the pedal and go hardcore. Um, that's what they did. And that caused, because like I said, legally they can't take the kids and send the kids with their parents outside the country because they're American. And the kids cannot get their parents green cards or you know, citizenships unless they, until they become 21 of age or older. So you have to be 21 or older to get your parents that are not American or don't have a green card to get a green card. So what I what I actually thought, and I could be wrong, and if you guys know, please correct me, that the children that were in these camps were not citizens. Or no. they're, they're, they were not born here. They actually came over with their parents, and then we separated them because, again, you can't have the, the, the parents are the, are the ones that are, are committing the crimes, right? They made the, the conscious decision to come over to the United States illegally, so when we detain the parents, I understand that you have kids, but I have to take you to jail now, uh. okay, and prosecute or, or, or whatever, just kind of hold you until we figure out what we're going to do. But at the same time, I can't have kids and adults right. together. So it's like the kids are in their own little quote-unquote jail, and obviously we, want, we don't want the kids to be treated like they're in jail. We want them to have recreation and you know whatever and treat them well. Uh, but see, my thing is that my heart does go out to them and anybody in that situation. Obviously, I'm a child of an immigrant. 
you know, my parents came here, but they came here legally, right? And I'm not shitting on anybody that comes here legally because I understand it. But they are making this conscious decision. Basically, what it, what it seems like Donald Trump wants to do is say, listen, this law has always been in, in place. Right. They're not, he's not doing anything against the law. It's, we just didn't enforce it, like Rocco said. Mm-hmm. We never enforced it, but now we have a president who's just like, enough is enough. You can't just come over here. We want, it's okay if you come over here, is what he says, but you have to do it legally. So as a parent, do you, don't you think that you have a responsibility to keep your kids safe when you come over? Like you're, you're leaving your country because of the conditions. I understand that. You come into the United States. You get detained. Now you're separated from your children. It's heartbreaking to see these kids away from their parents. But at the same time, I think what Donald Trump is trying to, he's really trying to deter people from feeling like it's okay to just come over here. I'm not here to say what's right and what's wrong ethically, but what he's doing is not, is actually, you know, against, not against the law. He's just enforcing the law that's already been there. If you're, which is bullshit, just like I mean, the laws that allowed. Just, see, I'm on some. I, I'm okay. So how? So let me just ask you. If you're a parent, don't you? Aren't you responsible for your children's well-being? Are I you am gonna for go decades? But that's the thing. For decades, parents have been making a decision. Do I? Do I? Do I leave the only place that I know and try to go to America in a legal way or not? And you know how many different, hundreds of thousands of different cases. So we can't say they're doing it because it's it's not really that bad what they're trying to get away from. Because we don't really know what they're trying to get away from. Yeah. I'm, and especially and I'm if not... you're just watching the news in America, you don't really know. Right. And well, that's my thing. Like let, I don't. Let's know. just say their situation is... So Awful. I don't think what I, I hear what you're saying, and I don't. Yes, it is their it is their responsibility, but I don't think that these large groups of parents are being irresponsible. By I I don't feel that all of them are making a decision that not that's not in their mind the the lesser of two evils. What about now? What do you mean, what about now? What about, so, of course, th- there's going to be a, a time period where everybody's kind of, like, getting blindsided. Like, what? Like, what? You're taking my kids from me? Right. But, like, what about a family right now knowing what is going on and that people are being separated from their children? Right. Would you, as a parent, take the chance now to come here? Depends on what I'm dealing with where I live. I, I work in Patterson for, for a couple years. I have students that their parents were scared to send them to school. Right. Last year mm-hmm. when this all started happening. Right. Because and they've been here for I don't know how long. So and the thing in America, see, I'm sorry, I have an issue with and I know a law is a law. That's black and white. You can read a law on paper that's been put into place and say this is the law. So this is legal and this is not. But I have a hard time in a country where there is there's no justice for the majority of people. 
for people to sit there and say, well, this is legal and this is not. I'm not just going to be like, yes, sir. Okay. I'm going to go by that. I have a hard time with that. I have a very, very hard time with that. I'm, you know, we we're all here to we're not all here to to agree with all the the laws. I mean, we're fighting every day to get things changed. I mean, there was a time where, you know, <laughs> let's face it, you know, it was a lot illegal for me to do a lot of the things in this world like exists. Take a shit, right? Women, you know, <laughs> to, you know. So it's like we we I get. I'm not saying that the laws are right and they should stay the way they are. My thing is that there is a big picture, and I just feel like everybody's being so soft and and super super sympathetic, but like not understanding the full picture. And like I said, I my heart goes out to people in that situation. I am for immigrants, like I am. My parents are immigrants, like I said, but but taxes. but no, I'm, I I didn't say anything about taxes. I'm just saying that, you know, we can't, like, it's one or the other. Like, it can't be, like, there's just more to it, you know, and we can't just be of super like, blind to, like, the fact that it's a real issue. Like, if we just open up the floodgates and let everybody come in, like, I'm all for people coming here legally, you know, and I think that, that should be the way that you come here, you know? And that's just, you know, I'm not trying to close the borders and say, oh, no, you know, we're not letting anybody in because that's bullshit, you know? My my parents were allowed to come and become homeowners, become citizens, become homeowners, raise children, send their children to college. So I'm the biggest advocate, but I just feel like we, it is more that we need, really need to understand about the process And before we start saying, you know, I'm not a Donald Trump supporter or fan, I think he's disgusting, but I just feel like we don't know enough about the situation. Everybody's jumping on, you know, the defense and saying, oh, this this is awful. This is terrible without actually knowing what's really going on. So I just think children, just children in that situation, regardless of what their parents, the decision their parents made, that's awful. And I feel like as if someone was to look at it, that's that's a human rights violation to have children in a in a detention center. So what, sh- what, what, we sh- what should we do with them? I don't know. And to be honest with you, I don't really think that it's man's place to like to to put those. That's and see, that's a whole other conversation for me. Yo, it's not just in America. There's so many problems everywhere. But that my thing is that's. And in America, like, and I'm and watching, like, you know, when they see us, this country is, yo, I'm about to Johnny Depp and just move to another country. Like, that's how it has me feeling. <laughs> nah, it's nah, embarrassing. No, nah, you would never do it's that. It's just you embarrassing. Just, everybody's super emotional, but nobody's ever, like, you're so, we're so comfortable here in America. Nobody's ever going to give up what America has to offer because of a few things that does, is that's not right. Because I tell you what. You think it's bad here? You think that's bad? Like you just mentioned it. In other countries, 20 times worse. Talk about corrupt governments. Talk about neglect. You talk about genocide. <laughs> you can get into some real nasty stuff when you go to other countries. So, uh, you know, I just think that we should fix what's going on here to make right, you know, it America. Be fixed. 
the num- you know number one country, but you know you can't get it so should be disgusted. fixed. I felt dumb posting it on my Instagram story the other day. Like this is not fixing it. Like changing your Instagram picture to a a turquoise blue thing is not helping the people who are getting slaughtered in the Sudan. You know what I mean? Like I like I want to. If I didn't have kids, I legit would want to go and join so- like something. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. Like what do you what like? It's, that's frustrating, and that's not like it's just very frustrating. All right. Well, I think the best thing we can do, if I can, you know, bring some sort of closer to this conversation, uh, is that I think we all just need to do our part and try to educate ourselves as much as possible and find out uh, what we can do as individuals. I think education is number one, finding out what the real deal is, and then you know, voting and doing whatever whatever we can to. To help the situation, because we can't. It sounds corny. We can't make this place better, and we ha- we have been. We got to be optimistic. You know, things are a lot better today than they were ten, fifteen, twenty, thirty, a hundred years ago. So we just have to have faith that eventually things will work out. So, and I think it's dope that a that a hip hop artist is is like his page right now. Whether you agree with what he's saying a hundred percent, I think it's dope that he's using his platform he opened for at the 444 show i saw him and this exactly. is what he's doing now i think yeah. that i i think that's so dope that he's yeah, doing that he's super talented i don't know if you've listened to him before but he's he is that's the first time i heard him at that free. show yeah he's uh he's super talented um i have you know listen to he's a rock star now yeah listen to a little bit of his music he's you know he's a little a little different for what i'm you know that used to but I like cool. I like what he's doing. <clears throat> All right. Shout out to him. Yes, yes. Are you ready to talk about some albums? Yeah. Let's talk about next. Jello, please. Can we get into something more like Jello? All right. Let's Jello? start with that. Yeah. Box Talk. Box Talk. So, um, Box Talk is Joel Ortiz's EP, right? Uh, with uh, all produced by Salam. Actually, it's Salam Remy's. It's Salam Remy's album featuring. Uh, Joel Ortiz. What is the EP so, exactly? It's just a shorter album. I forgot what it stands for. LP <clears throat> is a full album, right? And EP is a is a short. I think it's like eight. I was eight wondering if it was something less. like more complicated than that. So it's just a shorter album. It's just a shorter album. I love I'm that sure. idea. I feel like people should put out. I feel like people should do that more often. Yeah. How do you feel about the Rocco? How do you feel about the EPs? The six joints. They're cool. Yeah. For right. sure. Yeah, they're cool. You just, you just gotta put some heat in there. Yeah, you know if it's uh if it's six, five or six, man, that shit, you know, that shit better be your best five or six, right? For sure. Don't give me no 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 weak shit. But I do enjoy the you know the long albums with the with the skits and the, yeah and the um you know uh like uh you know uh, Jim Jones last two albums. For some reason, I I went back to yeah went back to uh, lost. Um, uh, Wasted Talent. Wasted Talent. Talent, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Went back to Wasted Talent after listening to Capo. Yeah. And, um, you know, when you're talking about Wasted Talent, I was like, okay, cool. I like yeah. it. But I put put it aside. Mm-hmm. Then I heard El Capo. Yeah. And he went you back. You know, produced by um, Hitmakers. Hit yeah. Uh, you know, I was like, man, he now, now I see what Lowe's saying, how much better. Like, I, I know he got so, better, but like, yeah. Now he's just like, mm-hmm. and then his album, the whole album is like mm-hmm. well put together. Well put together with the skits. You got skits. You got the Bronx you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. The songs are great. You know, just because I didn't 
put him high up there. I didn't really thought of him as a complete artist mm-hmm. because of what he's done in the past. But for sure. It's 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 it shocked me. It like it surprised me. Mm-hmm. Like I just tried it because it was like, all right, let me see. I didn't think that it was gonna be that, and that's just why I was so excited for El Capo. So, but to to kind of go off what you're saying, you you like the full, you like the full. I like experience. both. I like both. Yeah, it just depends on what it is. Like with Salam Remy's joint with with the uh, Joel Ortiz. Yeah, definitely was enough. Yeah, definitely was like the perfect mix because it was like almost like a playlist. Yeah, a short playlist, short little playlist. And you got JLO, you know, <laughs> which is like you want to go to, you know, like uh, to the club or like a day mm-hmm. party. Hell yeah, you know, and, uh, it's a fun song. Yeah, and and jam to it, yeah. and have fun with it. And then I don't know how he got that that uh, he got the uh, the sample cleared. With yeah, Michael Jackson. Right. I don't know how the fuck he, but I guess. The only person that will do something like that is, is him, is Salam Remy. He's got a lot of connections for sure. What do you think? Jello. TT. I'm sorry, I froze for a second. Yeah. Oh, the last okay. thing I heard was a Michael Jackson sample. How do you I'm, think he did get that? I'm like, so I'm so concerned about your audio right now. Like I don't want to be that dude, that anal dude, but can you just like make the mic like face the mic towards you or get closer? Because like, you're coming in really light. So I'm just, you know. Hoping that the how are you guys hearing me? I know. Yeah, I hear you, but just make sure you talk it to the mic, please. My, I don't know if you hearing my three year old having a meltdown meltdown in the back. She's not having it right now. Oh no, but it's not not her. She they get to stay up late on Fridays, right? She need to go to sleep right now. She's probably tired. It's bedtime. She's definitely tired. We got. (laughs) I'm afraid to get um. My little one and, and, and Rocco's little one together. I think they're gonna cause some ruckus together. Uh, How do you right, feel so about the EP? I was asking you. Okay. It reminded me of, and I know you saw my notes. I'm gonna make copies so I can. I didn't read it. Okay, I did not so, read it. I'm like, why is this here? <laughs> yo, on the one song that he said, um, "Keep it on," he had a line where mm. he said, "Every now and then, I give these." beats beatings to let you know Joel is gonna keep keeping on mm-hmm. and to me that's what to me that's what this album is he doesn't have mm-hmm. to show everybody you right. know what I'm saying he already knows but like as a fan and it reminded me of Andre 3000 like I would appreciate and I know you would appreciate low yo 3000 could just drop an EP with like th- six songs on it easy boom here you go Look, I'm st- I could still do this, and I love the that problem, Joel Ortiz did that. The problem is that he, he'll never do it. That's the problem. Huh? I feel you, but the problem is what three thousand will never do it. Anyway, so I, I, I'll tell you something about Andre three thousand. I heard um, he did, he did an interview a long time ago, and he said that the reason why he doesn't write a lot is because or he doesn't it doesn't actually release songs that much is because. He doesn't perform good. No more ice? No, that's good. He doesn't perform good when he gets a lot of praise. When he gets a lot of praise? Right. He he, he like, needs to he sit in a room with <laughs> he would be, he man, would give throw, the best damn the performance of his life. There, I'm just kidding. <laughs> throw his social while you're at I'm, I'm oh, definitely, definitely editing that shit out. But yeah. Oh my god, sorry. That's not my No, nah, it's all good. It's all good. But uh, that's what I've, he said in an interview. And, and, you know, he's like, I'll do better when people doubt me. 
Mm-hmm. People say I'm not good. Yeah. That's when my best verses come. But when's the, when is the last time somebody said, said something about him? Yeah. yeah no, no. I knew so that was me, coming. That, that just sounds like bullshit. But I speaking of verses, the hardest verse on this fucking album. Yeah. Is on Box Talk, mm-hmm. of course. Right. And he said, <laughs> I ain't sexy. I ain't sexy. I'm street. Fuck bitches with my Tims on my feet. Yep. And a toothpick in my teeth while mm. we listen to Sheik. Hard. Yeah. Hard, by Hard. Yeah. That shit was so hard. hard. That's that the hardest was... verse on this <laughs> that fucking shit, album. That shit was... Yo, he's so fucking clever, yo. Like... He is. It's like... It's so... He's effort- so underrated. And so effortless. Yep. So fucking underrated. And, so, and to that's think why of he's him in my being, top five. I told you guys last week. Or two weeks ago. And to think of him being with Slaughterhouse. Yeah. With him and... Crooked Eye mm-hmm. with Joe Budden and fucking Royce. Royce the Woo. Five Nine. Woo. My God. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy. Hold on a second. I'm going to check in on, on the fam. Y'all keep talking. Olan, what other song did you like, Titi? I liked all of them, but at Box Talk, I think, hold on, I want to check because there was, I think that's the same song that that was. There was another couple lines that I was like, damn, where he was saying, hold on, I got to find it. Damn it. Maybe it wasn't that one. But where he's he's talking about you smoke L's with Shorty. And he says something like, oh, no, I got to find it because I, I got to find it. Yeah, he kept he kept going with that. That line with the, um, I ain't sexy, I'm street. Fuck bitches with my Tims on my feet. Yeah. And a toothpick in my teeth while we listen to Sheik. <laughs> I try to fuck Cherokee. She ain't, she just ain't getting the Jeep. Get it, Cherokee Jeep. When it comes to digging these freaks, I pass out and pass gas. <laughs> Basically, I do this shit in my sleep. Gas shit. You know, you pass gas, do the shit in my sleep. Yeah, he's, he's too good. Effortless. He's he's so good. And what was it? Hold on, I gotta find it. I was I went to the gym today and I was listening to it again because I was like, let me listen to it again before, like right before we we talked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Brook Brooklyn what was good. I like that one. Um, and then can't, can't stop all stuff was pretty good too. Keeping on was definitely, I think the second best song, um, behind Box Talk. Yeah. For me. Wait, which um, one? Brooklyn? Uh, Box Talk was the best, and then Keeping On was my yes. second my second favorite one. Yep. Hold on, That's I gotta Salam. find it. Yo, I gotta Salam find is it. on a mission this summer. Yo, and last summer he was doing... Last summer he was doing... um. What was it? I, Shake that jello. He was in... What is it? No, no panties, right? Nope. That was two summers ago, I think. No that was it? Two summers ago already? Yeah, no party. I feel like it was last summer, yeah. So, FYI, he has a song with um, Bodega Bams. I don't know if you guys heard it yet. Bodega release is called That Guy. Too, right? He it's just released that something with Salam Rami, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. called That Guy. And yeah. I saw the video already. Yeah. And, and it's ridiculous. Yeah. A lot of people sleep, sleep on Bodega Bams. <sighs> Not me. And that boy, he is. Legit. He's a problem. He's a fucking problem. He, he's so. Oh my god. What's no. the girl's name from um, from uh, Nitty, No Panty? Nitty Scott. So he he's gonna have a project with her too. Really? Yeah. 
Salon wow. does. Um, and he's, yeah, he said he got a few other things coming up this summer. Damn, Rocco. Yo, the line where he street. said, and it was silly, but I mean, living up here, you see so many fake butts. And when he said, when he oh. talked about his son, he was oh, like, don't be laying up fucking <laughs> sluts. With, and I hate that word, but $1,500 butts from Dominican Republic. I was like, damn. Yep, true. Yeah. It's very true. You just hope you don't die in DR <laughs> while you're getting your butt shot. For real. You might get your butt shot. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> For real. What's, what's, the, what's the name of the, um, the song? What song? With Bodega. Oh, it's called um, That Guy. That Guy. I think I saw it on here. You want to play it? Yeah. Yeah, he's oh, fine. Yeah. Let's get a live reaction. Yeah. Yo, I don't know why he was my least favorite, like, out of all three of them. And that's the first time I had heard him. Had you heard of him before that? Yeah. Uh, can you hear this? Nah. That's the new, I see it on the screen, though. That's that. That's the new Salam Remy, right? Damn, I wish you could hear this. I'm trying to find this lyric from, and I'm so mad that I didn't put it down. I'm trying to find lyrics from this. And you guys are listening to Sam and Lopez. What's the name of the song you're listening? Is it just one song he released? Yeah, it's called that guy, Salam Remy. The flow. You know, he was on Smells, right? Yeah, yeah, we talked about that. Now I hear it. I think he did it on the Puerto Rican Day Parade. Hey yo. I hope the rap game make me big. Hey yo. Tell another man suck your dick. Hey yo. Bad bunny painting fingernails. Hey yo. Jelly on a turkey bacon egg. Hey yo. She don't wash a dish after dinner. Hey yo. She said she ain't never spit a bill. Hey yo. She don't give head if she knew. Hey yo. How you got a deal still in debt? Hey yo. Nigga said I'm about to get wet. Hey yo. Kodak trying to bag young and me. Hey 
Speaking of concerts, um, Tampa, Florida, will we'll be hosting Lil Nas X. No, <laughs> your Can't two favorite, your two favorites. Oh, Nas, Nah, Future. Oh, not my favorite. You like Future though? No, and not Meek at Mill. All. Well, I like Meek Mill. Future and Meek Mill. I'm not a future fan. I can skip at the all. future. So, me too. Yeah. I can future uh, skip the future, but I want to fuck with Meek Mill. You want to fuck with Meek Mill? Yeah. We can fuck with it. Tampa, Florida. I'm down. Are you I'm guys down. talking about future the artist? No, right? Yeah. 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 We don't like him. I, I don't like him. Do you like him? No. I, I just want to let everybody know this is a safe space. I think some of his songs, I think he could be entertaining, but like, as like, you know. Do you like the the future and Drake? Right, like that's shit. like that's Tough fun. Man. That's a Tough fun man. song. Yeah, but like yeah, yeah, that's a fun song. I just remember that song just reminds me of getting real sweaty at a wedding <laughs> and like dancing the whole night to that song. Not to that song, but just various songs. I was sweating like a pig, and I was not proud. So it wasn't a very proud moment. What about the other song, Percocet? Oh yeah, Molly Mo- Molly Percocet. Percocet. Uh, that's probably my. My if I like a song of any of your songs, yeah. that's probably the only song I like. And, okay. the, and the, because of the hook, he's like the king of hooks. Right. So he's the king of hooks, and I was that's the most I will give him props for. Mm-hmm. I will also give him props for picking good beats, you know, good club beats or whatever. Um, you know, this is a way. I, one of the ways I judge a lot of these albums is if it, see, I'm from the era where you can mute the beat, mm. and it's fucking fire. You know what I mean? Like, I could listen to Jay Acapella. Acapella. Ooh. I could listen acapella. to Nas Acapella. I could listen to Joel Ortiz. All these guys, I could listen to them. I can just listen to the lyrics. A lot of these rappers... And they have a rhythm. They ha- it's- Right. A lot of these rappers, people think that the rapper is good, but they're not good. And then I'm not just old and washed and hating. Like, <laughs> they just not... They're not good. It's like, if you if you mute the music... You would not. I. I. I can admit. Yo, I want to do that. Fire. Have you done that ever? Like, just mute the music. <laughs> like, can you imagine listening to a lot of the artists with no music right this now? That's what I'm saying. How about how about you take the music and take auto tune out? Right. <laughs> That's another thing. 
Some of these artists are auto-tune artists. Just, mm-hmm. just face it. Future is an auto-tune artist. His, his, this generation's uh, T-Pain. Right. But T-Pain can sing. He can. Right. So that's the difference. The thing is, I'm not hating on the music. I'm just saying that like I'm into lyrics. I'm, that's never going to change about me. So you got to be saying something. Now, I get Migos, the way they flow on the beat, beat is cool. I always say the Migos is like a, they're like an instrument because it's like they're like a part of the beat. That's how I look at them. I don't look at them as like, oh, did you hear what he said? We listen to we just listen to six fucking songs or five songs from Joel Ortiz, and we we couldn't stop talking about them. Six fucking there, songs. There's enough words in and Joel Ortiz's EP. What? Bro. Actually, can I just read those couple lines because I found them? Yes. From that. Okay, so this Please. is off of this is off of Can't Stop, Won't Stop. And I rewound it a couple of times. And I don't know why Can't it stood stop, out to me stop. so much. Okay. This dude said, hold on. He said, you smoking blunts with her? She's shoddy in the whip. I'm, smunk, <laughs> I'm smoking blunts dolo with the shoddy in the whip. Whip. No, I ain't dripping sauce. There's a whole different cloth. Sound like 911 when I dip off in the Porsche. Keep something in the glove, but the glove won't fit, of course. My attorneys go to war. I disrespect the law. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you, smoke, you smoke blunts with her. She's shoddy in the classic. whip. Yeah. I smoke blunts dolo with the shoddy and the whip. Like, I feel like my brother right now, because yeah. he would always do that to me. Like, yo, you heard what he said, but like, what? <laughs> he just took yeah. that one line and then just, like, he basically Flipped just switched the, the words and was like, that's, now listen to you, this. Like, that's what you call, ladies and gentlemen, a double entendre. Entendre. And I don't even entendre. know what shoddy and the whip, but I'm guessing it's a, I am okay. guessing it's a term for fellatio. I'm just guessing. I don't know. No, shoddy. No, shoddy. Come on, you should know this. I'm not trying to put your business out there. But a shoddy, when you're smoking a blunt, when you blow from the from the from the fire end, blow the smoke into somebody else's. Hey. So like it's not yeah, like a shot. <laughs> and niggas be doing that shit with each other, which is fucking weird if you ask me. It is, it but, looks uh, weird. Yeah, so I put my mouth over the <laughs> 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 I couldn't even get it out. <laughs> you put your mouth over the fire end, and instead of sucking, you blow. <laughs> but it's a lot of smoke, so you blow in a lot of smoke into the other person's, you know, mouth. <laughs> This is no, it's just like, I tried to change the words. So how do you know this? I was around a lot of weed smokers. Oh, okay. A lot of weed smokers. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but yeah, that's what a shoddy is. So so he, he was. But a shoddy too is can a you, can, re- Repeat it again. It's a shotgun. I want to hear it again. Hey, yeah. Two. Yeah, yeah. Shoddy, shotgun, same thing. Uh, but yeah, he was referring to shot, shoddy in the whip, yeah. Are you frozen? No, I'm not. No, I just look like I'm. He said, you smoking blunts with her. She's shoddy in the whip. I'm smoking blunts dolo with the shoddy in the whip. whip. So he's just talking about, okay, so they're giving each other shotguns. Right. Smoking a blunt. He's Mm -hmm. smoking by himself. The first one. No, the first one, he's smoking with the chick. The second one, he has a gun. gun, He's saying, you smoking blunts with her. She's shoddy in the whip. Right, right. 
I'm yeah. smoking blunts dolo with the shoddy and the wet, yeah, yeah, but the, the shoddy right. wet. Yeah. yeah. He hard. Hard body. Hard body. Yo, I love Doyle Ortiz. I freaking yo, and the the one line in I think it was keeping on. Can you slide, can you slide in his DM? And tell him to, to you know to do it to, to, to like jump on or something. The what? To do it like a podcast with us. Slide in his DMs and get him on the Shut podcast. Up. Yo, wait, hold on, but that's what I was just gonna say. Like one of the first lines of keeping on, I think he's talking about how he before he says before I got engaged, like he mentions a couple of times that he's wifed up now on the album. And he says before he got engaged, he would send them to the Chinese spot. Damn, I want to find that lyric too because he says something. Oh about, yeah, and then he that's says the, first, the extra the hot first sauce because I like yeah. mine spicy. That's like just, the first two. His yeah, delivery is two. stupid. His delivery. First few lines of the um of the mm-hmm. album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keeping on. Yeah. Because I like mine spicy. He's just. Ugh. Yeah, he's so he's ill. Ugh, Joel Ortiz. Ugh. We, should, we should make uh Joel Ortiz t-shirts and then post them online. I swear in him to get his attention. Let's do it. I you, yeah. I'll, there's certain people that I feel will. First of all, the thing I like about him, since we're just gonna completely ride his dick. <laughs> the thing I like about him is that he's one of the guys that they don't take themselves too serious. Uh, I like that because he's not. I don't. I don't get the impression that he's a soft dude. You know, he's. I'm sure he's done his dirt and been through his shit from Brooklyn. You can't, did that. you can't be soft if you're from Brooklyn, right? So, but he, I love when, and I think that was Fat Joe's appeal later on in his career was the fact that he started laughing. He started joking and he started like being light on himself. He was so like, yeah, in the beginning, which I, I love that. But I think as he got older and he realized, listen, life is too short. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not trying to. And I, I love that appeal. To me, it's just, like, amazing when I see people like that that are so gifted and they don't take themselves. They can joke. They can. He can make a song like J-Lo, you know, well, in, actually, in, in, a, in, a Spanish, <laughs> in a Spanish accent. You know whose idea that was? Who? Salam Remy. I bet. So I'm, I'm I'm listening to an interview with him, you know, with uh, Ebro in the morning. Okay. Both of them actually were there. Oh, damn. And um, he said that he was uncomfortable doing it. Right. At first, it started, you know, with like a couple of lines of the hook. Mm. And then Salam was like, yo, just do the whole song. <laughs> just do the whole song. And he was like, against it. He was like, nah, I feel stupid. You know, like, you know I don't yeah, want to yeah, do that. Yeah. You know, he goes, trust me, just do it. Yeah. And then he trusted him, and he did it, and it became like a smash. You know, like a summertime. He's like, we got to play this at La Marina. Mm. People go crazy all that's summer long. You know, that's to me, That's a, he's a definition of, I mean, obviously his catalog speaks for itself, Salam Remy, but. The most re- underrated producer of all time in any genre. Right? So a good producer to me is somebody that pushes you to do different things, right. good things. Step outside of your comfort zone and make amazing music, right? Mm-hmm. So it's not about oh, I'm gonna put this beat together and just get in there. These guys that call themselves producers, they're not. They're beat makers, right. and there's nothing wrong with that. If you just want to make beats, you're you're a studio rat. You want to make beats all day. You cue the beat up. People go in there. They that's cool, but to really make a song, like I'm pushing you to do, I think that's what t- that p- type of producer that I, I would be. I'd be like, yo. It's like an A and R and a beat maker, right? And one, 
Yeah, it's just like, you know, I see this. I see, man, you, you got a good voice. You should sing more, you mm-hmm. know? So I don't know. I just, I think that that's uh, the genius of a Salam is the fact that I think he, he's so versatile and he p- pushes people to uh, out of their comfort zone, you know? Because I, 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 I saw him, I saw um, something, I, did, I don't know if it was the Amy, Amy Winehouse uh, doc. doc, but he was, you know, she was talking, to, he was talking about Amy, how... He was telling her to do things <laughs> and sing a certain way, and she was just like, she didn't like it. She was like, no, I don't, I, I sound silly. And she trusted him and just came out a masterpiece, you know? So, yeah. Cool. So, where we at next? Uh, we got Tiger, Tiger, <laughs> legendary. Go loco, go loco. Did you, you guys, guys, guys listen to that go album, Loco? No. Uh, Rocco already said that he wasn't going to listen to I, it. I, I'll never, ever, ever, like, voluntarily listen to right. a Tyga song or album. And I respect that. No. I respect that so much. <laughs> so, okay, so I listened to it. I'm the only one that did, right? You took the bullet, friend. And in this moment, I really, really wish that I could be like, Rocco, you son of a bitch. You were fucking wrong. That album was amazing. <laughs> but, Rocco, this time you were right. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and again, if I could just be the nice guy that I am, I would say that, hey. He tried. He tried. <sighs> it's not for me. But every fucking song on that album sounds exactly the same. Go it's the low, same go. flow. Same type of beat. And there was just nothing to it. If you are, I'm going to be very specific. If you're 21 years old Ugh. and you live in L.A. And you, you have a vagina. Because like, oh. I don't even think the guys, mm. you know what I mean? Like, right, right. seriously, I don't even think like a 21, 22-year-old guy is going to bump that shit. Mm. If you're 21, you live in L.A. and you have a vagina, <laughs> that song <laughs> might be cranking you. You might be like, oh, my God, this is amazing. I love Tyga. Tyga. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's all I got to say about that, man. I'm not going to shit on it, but it was just, ugh. You just nah, did. Nah, son. Um, <laughs> you T. Just Grizzly. Did. Um, T. Grizzle. Scriptures. Scriptures. Go ahead. Um, <clears throat> was good. Okay. Not great. It was good. Okay. Um, I'm a fan of T. Grizzly. Um, uh, from his gritty, you know, content. He's he definitely lived through it. You can tell. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what happened with is, Eminem? Can you guys tell me? Because I didn't. I. Or did you already talk we're, about that? We're already past that. Sorry. <laughs> no, but we talked about. Um, so basically, T Grizzly. Is, is it okay if I breeze by that real quick? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> real, real, real quickly. T Grizzly had a line saying that he runs Detroit. And I was wanted to get you guys' take on that. Rocco said that it was nothing. Eminem uh, probably never thought much about it, but he does feel that Eminem, in his battle rap nature, will come out with a some sort of diss track or maybe a verse. Has he said line. anything? Has he said anything about mm-hmm. it? Uh, who Eminem? Eminem? No, not to my knowledge. He called me last night and told me about it. 
<laughs> no, not not yet. But yeah. he's not the type to talk about it in public, anyways. Yeah. Not talk. I didn't mean like talk about it, but like he hasn't. You mean T Grizzly or Eminem? Eminem, like he hasn't nah. answered that. He hasn't. Nah, I haven't. Name. I haven't heard anything, and I don't think he'll ever say anything about it. That's my personal opinion. Rocco thinks that he will address it in he'll, the song. He'll slide it in the song. He'll slide it in. Yeah, you go. He'll make fun of his name. Take Grizzly. To, are you a Grizzly bear? You, <laughs> you know how he raps. I actually have a funny joke about that. <laughs> but go ahead. So, but yeah, no, it's good. Um, the hard songs are are good. What he lost me on is he he got a couple of uh, chick songs right. that he sings on the hook, mm-hmm. and I feel like he was trying too much on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the hard songs. Definitely, we're good. He reminds me of Mick Mill. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, you know, Mick Mill, you got the Philly sound, you mm-hmm. know, the, the Philly swag. Right. Uh, but he obviously is from Detroit, a little bit different. But his persona and what he talk about uh, reminds me of when uh, Mick Mill first came out. And this is his first album. Mm-hmm. And from my knowledge, he hasn't been rapping that long. And you can tell. Mm-hmm. But that the grittiness like and, and the realness of his, yeah. his, his uh, verses make up for the lack of experience yes. I, you know it's it's good it's a good album to write to yeah. maybe like two three times yeah yeah and then that's, that's pretty much it that's actually a good um way to put it i'm glad you put it that way um that he hasn't been rapping for a long time and you know so my i wasn't gonna trash it but my remnants of a, a trash would be like you know technically i always look at the album from the artistic standpoint and from a technical standpoint and uh, uh, artistically, I, I think it's great because I think it was gritty, and it was. I think that every I believe him, mm-hmm. and that's how I judge albums. Yep. That's why I became such a fan of, of Styles. He wasn't the most lyrical, but I believe every fucking thing he said. Beanie mm-hmm. Siegel, all these guys, I believe mm-hmm. everything that they said. You know what I'm saying? And that's important. You know, when I'm, I hate to use, I mean, shout out to Migos. I don't mean to beat them up, but I don't hate them, but. I don't really know any, I don't feel, I don't feel, I just feel like they just make music and I don't know if it's real. I don't know if they ever lived, if they really, really sell drugs or whatever. Selling drugs is not cool, but you know, the stories are cool. So uh, anyway, so going back to T Grizzly, uh, I do believe him. He's very gritty. And actually it's so funny that his name is T Grizzly because he, he I, I look at him and I want to give him a hug. <laughs> He's like a, he's like a, a, he has like a, you know, like, oh, you know, teddy bear look to him, but it's not even that. Um, I want to give him a hug because I feel like he's been through a lot and he's very angry mm. and uh, very greedy. Some of the things were kind of jarring, right. you know, and I say that as a 41 year old man, I sound very old right now. Uh, you know, he, he's, yeah, it's hardcore, you know, and uh, if he lived through some of the things that if he actually does or did some of the things that he's rapping about, sheesh. Says, so, the, says the guy that listens to Stars P back in the nineties. That's so cr- it's so crazy <laughs> that these guys from because I feel like I know New York, but any if you're rapping like that hard from an I'm just like really is it like that in Detroit? That's right. just crazy. Right. But Detroit is fucking tough. It's crazy. It's one of the toughest uh, yeah. places in the country. So when I hear him <clears throat> spitting that real shit, that gritty shit, I'm just like, whoa. It's almost too much, you know? But, uh, yeah, obviously, I, I like anybody that, that puts their, their feelings, put their life lined in between the paper's lines, right? To quote. No, that was a, that was a, a, a verse. Yeah. The bar. Prodigy. 
Shout out to Prodigy. It's two years since he R. left R. us. R.I.P. Yeah, I always say shout out, but shout out to him anyway because I know he's in this room. We're feeling his presence right now. Um, R.I.P. Prodigy, um, one of my favorite rappers of all times. But, uh, yeah, so T. Grizzly, I mean, you know, technically he's not the best rapper, but I do like his stories. I do believe some of the things he's saying. I hope that he uh, is successful because I don't want to see him go back to the streets. It sounds like he will uh, rob you. He would hit you over the head and take your wallet. Pun your head top. Pun, yeah, pun your head top. So, uh, but I thought the album overall was was um, was pretty good. Uh, I like to give it a couple more listens to get into it to see what songs um, stand out. Um, he's got a little work to do, but you know he's one of those guys that they're just they're street guys, they're hustlers, you know, uh, street guys that don't want to rob and steal anymore. So they look at uh, rap as a way out. I don't look at him as a true true artist, but I hope that he uh, develops and evolves into a true artist because those guys make the best artists because they have a lot of great stories to tell. They have a lot of passion. So, um, yeah, that's it. Uh, TT, you didn't listen to it, right? I got to ask. You what? I let it know I didn't listen to it. Okay. But you, hearing you guys talk about it actually makes me a little bit curious. Yeah. I have to listen to him. Right. Yeah. Up next, we got Yana Lede. Go ahead, TT. I listened to it, and this is another. I was, I was see for me, as much time as I have, or as little time as I have available. I I like EPs, so this was another EP. <laughs> and I her voice is pretty, but I feel bad because to me I was just like, man, it didn't it didn't really. <laughs> By the way, that was the one part of the notes that I actually read. I'm sorry, man. You're I just said, like, man. I'm like, what is this? What do we man. vote man on this? <laughs> I just, her voice is pretty, but it didn't, like, it wouldn't catch my attention. It's just, like, I pretty, so, you know, mm-hmm. pretty songs, but it wouldn't catch my attention. Like, I listen to them, but I can't even, nothing stood out to me. Nothing stood out. As different okay. or great. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. And I feel bad um, to say that honestly about like someone someone's art that I'm sure this is that's huge you know it's huge to her but like just me as a and I love R&B but it just it well she's probably she's probably never really gonna make it to be honest with you I mean and I'm saying that like in jest but really I think you can't be mediocre you like you you might get away with one or two albums being mediocre and you know maybe you got maybe you're pretty or maybe you got a hot producer pushing you or some something or you're like a your dad's a you know an executive at the at the label or something, but that's not gonna last too long, right? Because really, the people are who decides who stick who sticks around. Now, this is what was her name, Kiana, Lene. Lene. Uh, I heard her on a, a few play uh, playlists that I listened to, and uh, I like her previous project. I heard a couple songs on it. It was it was good. So when I saw her name came up, I'm like, oh okay. Uh, when I put the album on, I was in the car, and I was honestly immediately a little bit disappointed because it seemed a little corny and, and poppy. Uh, so I didn't enjoy it uh, the first few songs, and then the th- fourth song uh, of the EP came on. I was like, "Okay, this is my speed, All right?" So I like that, um, and then. It, so it turns out, because I actually listened to it three times. I was just at work, so I just let it play on repeat. 
So I actually listened to the project three times, and it it's it's clear that the first three out al- the first three songs on that album, to me, are meh. To quote <laughs> TT, the last three songs are, in my opinion, really good. So um, I think that it's worth to listen to. Uh, if I go back to that album, I'm skipping the first, the first three. Couple the first three songs because to be honest with you it's just uh it's uh he's got she got offset on this i think the second song which i guess is supposed to be her single or something uh and um yeah it just really didn't do it the first few songs didn't do it to me but the songs i'm talking about is uh if you hate me heavy and x so i think it was pretty good i think heavy x and what was the first one uh if you hate me okay so um and I'm playing it so you we can't hear it. And I'll play it when I edit. I'm going to play a little bit of it. I got no trouble with my pride. Got trouble cutting tight. I don't want to be a ex. We were too good to be friends. Can we still hang out on the look at what I don't want to be a? I don't want to be a. It's your good up with a sex when you're alone and feeling stressed. So, yeah, it's decent. I give it a one thumb. <laughs> but uh, that's all I got to say about it. She's definitely a playlist artist. I was, yeah. I was just listening right. to that song as you guys were listening to it. Maybe if I was married, the lyrics, if I was still with my husband, those lyrics might affect me somewhat. But like, it doesn't, I don't know. Just it, 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 it sounds like so a lot of people that are out to me. Mm. It's definitely a new wave. Like we spoke about it, I think last time, a new wave of R&B artists, especially female artists, mm-hmm. that is really taking it to the next level and showing the men R&B artists that it's not, you don't have to do you know, make him say ah, ah, ah <laughs> songs anymore. The fucking Chris Brown. If I hear Chris Brown one more fucking time, <laughs> Chris Brown need to switch up, like do something else, bro. Like this has to change. Are we talking like, about the song with Drake, <clears throat> or just in no. general? General, like uh, Chris Brown is in that. He's in that mode where it's like, this is what works. I'm getting a lot of streams. I mean, he, the motherfucker dropped the album. But you ain't 60 no more, bro. Right. He dropped the album with 40 songs on it. Right. Yeah. And it's just like, okay, we we get it. That stream is like all about the stream. So somebody's going to stream that album, uh, you know, all day, every day because it's 40 songs. So I get it. And he, he found a sound that people like and he's sticking to it. I'm not saying he's got to deviate big time, but it's like, I think that at this point in your career, you should be pushing the envelope, like really trying to find not a new sound, but just kind of just switch it up a little bit. Yeah, and that goes back to having a great producer. Yeah. That's going to push the envelope and, and, and tell you, you know. Like imagine Salam Rami working with him. Yeah. No. Look what he did with uh, with uh, Mac Wilds. Yeah. And to me, Chris Brown is a better singer of course. than Mac Wilds. Let, let, let me just say that Chris Brown is incredibly talented yeah. singer. I'm into lyrics, but I'm into vocals, like really into vocals, right? And Chris Brown is somebody that I said has amazing, amazing voice. 
It's just not my type of voice. So I, I just wish that he would, um, you know, I just feel like a, I feel like a little girl listening to Chris Brown. Like, I, when this <laughs> shit comes out, you know what? I haven't listened ever, to ever, ever, ever. It's just like ever. it's too poppy, too. Uh, he always is. Yeah, I mean, but listen, I don't want to take away from the fact that he's got a lot of songs that I like. Call me a sixteen-year-old girl. I just feel like, man, you should should be you should be maturing, dude. He was he's that yeah his his music hasn't grown it's since grown yeah you know run it came out right he's still making the same songs as run it hey hey uh, but yeah um so next week do we want to put some together for the for the listeners whoever's listening <laughs> for uh, with uh, um, top R and B our top R and B artist of all time or we want to do a decade or we want to do the golden era. We want to do a region. You want to do Philly? <laughs> well, if you ask Titi, she what wants to break it down by like from '95 to '97. Shut You're up! Nah, to. nah. I mean, decades. No. I feel like decades would be good. Or I think all time. I think all time would be would be fun. That's too. tough for all time. I, I, lo- do- I love. I love Sam Cooke, and I can go back. To, right. Yeah. I can. Yeah. I, Franklin. And wait. Yeah. What did you just say? You love who? Sam, Sam Cooke. Cook. He's my favorite, and my children even know. Like he's my favorite male singer of yeah. I can't. All I can't compare time. him. I can't compare him to let's say Chris Brown, Khalid, <laughs> which right. I love. But right, would right. you 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 wouldn't put maybe not on the same level? But do you don't think that you could put D'Angelo in the same category as Sam Cooke? To me, no. Or Marvin Gaye. Okay, would you put Marvin Gaye and Stevie Wonder in the same category as yes. Sam Cooke? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, sure. See, I think that we... So you wait. Do you... Okay, real quick, because we can't get into this conversation now, but I'm just curious. Those three that we just agreed on... Mar- this is pressing. No. This is, so pre- this is a pressing pressing matter for, for TT. I love it. Go ahead. Marvin Gaye, Sam Cooke, Stevie Wonder. Is there anyone other than Michael Jackson... That you feel in recent musical history, would you add in with those three? Prince. Oh, recently. Like in the past, let's say the past 20 years. I'm completely against, I'm just going to say my little two piece. I'm completely against mixing the errors. Yeah. Because if we're looking from 99 to now. Just for fun, do you think anybody could hang with them? Just for fun, just for kick. Oh, okay. okay. Music. Music would. You putting music in the same category as we'll hang with them, yes. Music Marvin Gaye, Stevie Wonder, music soundtrack. Hmm. That's big. Yes, that's huge. I'm a huge fan, but I don't know so nothing. I uh, think can we like can we just like, like okay? Can you put the iconic label on music? I don't care for iconic because I don't go for I go for feel, like what makes me feel, yeah, whatever that is, right. Right, iconic is like Michael Jackson doesn't make me feel. Okay, I like it, and I had I danced Michael Jackson dances when I was a kid, and I see. want <laughs> I wanted to you know to get the glove and right, right, right. and all that, and I um, you know because he's more I, pop he, than soul. Sam Cooke is like the epitome of soul. I, right, like to me, an and R&B, that's what makes you feel soul to me. Soul yeah, music, R&B, that's I need what to that is. Feel it, yeah. like I feel Prince. Mm-hmm. I don't feel Michael. Mm. I don't any his song even well, like and the, oh I didn't even think of that. Prince Prince definitely mm-hmm. easy with them with those three 
could sit with the three of them. Even right? when we talk about Uncle Charlie, Charlie Wilson. Yeah. Charlie Wilson is the best live singer of all time. <laughs> oh, my God. Some, and I've <laughs> never heard him live. <laughs> uh, some, that's some barbershop shit right there. I'm telling you. That's yeah, that would make people jump out of their right? chair and be like, The what? best live. Uh, well, I'm talking about male singers. Let me just, you know, take the Whitney away real quick. Right. But male singers, there's nobody that sings better than an effort, more effort, effortless, better than Charlie Wilson. I need to do some research. I'm not even going to say I'm not going to. I'm telling you, I can't argue with you because I would have to come up with like, but somebody else. But I would just say I doubt it. Okay. <laughs> oh my god! But he's—I he, mean—and then not take anything from away from him. He's amazing. But yo, can uh, yo can next week be like um, majority? Can we start with R and B and just have eighty percent of the show be this conversation? Not this specific conversation, but can we like bounce around R and B for a little while next week? Let's do decades. Sure, I'm good with that. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm cool with that. We could um part of the could, conversation like, can we be... could do the the album reviews like real brief. Yes, I liked it. No, I didn't. What are like the it. album mm-hmm. reviews for next? And then week? go right into the topic, huh? What? Are, who are we reviewing? Because I'm gonna try to listen. I don't to know. All. I didn't even. I didn't even look it up. Um, okay, good. But I w- do want to listen to Marlon Craft. That's one that I think he released on Wednesday. You know who Marlon is, right? No. Marlon. Yes, I sent you him. The the white boy. And the from face New York. that you just made that makes me curious, though. The 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 white boy from New York. Oh, yes, you. yes, yes. Yes. He has an so actual he, album out. Yes, he dropped Wednesday. What's his name? Marlon Kraft. He's so angry sometimes. Yeah, he is. Like, he's sir, why angst. are you so mad? <laughs> sir, he's got a lot of angst, but yo, he's Young man, so young man, nice. why are you so mad? Uh, Soka Gold is, this came out. A word? 2019. <laughs> uh, but I think we should uh, review um, Gucci Mane. Gucci Mane, okay. Uh, there's also you guys want to review Lil Nas X. Wait, what did you just say? That's the Little, cowboy person. Y- you know what? Yeah. I, I'm, no. cu- I'm, cu- I'm curious. Too, I'm curious. Cause I won't ever listen to it. Otherwise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I- I'm curious. I- I'll Yo, listen to it. Can I just please? I had field. I had field day last no. week. I had field day last week with my oh, students. Oh, that's all they. That's if all they I hear that song one more time, I'm gonna hurt myself. <laughs> and I'm not Listen, even playing and now you know what kid. they're doing for the eighth grade graduation the music teacher who's so talented he's gonna for his for the kids he's gonna change the lyrics to fit the graduation and wow. they're gonna play it at the graduation because the kids yes. are not quite sick of it yet we gotta do it I mean we gotta live through it I know Rocco's gotta live through it his, I'm sure his yo his, Funk Master Flex like was talking about him performing at Summer Jam and I love what he said he was like I don't like clowny hip hop Funk Flex He's a clown. He's a clown. And no disrespect to the God. He is a legendary DJ. Legend. And very important to the culture. But, but personally. He's, but he's a clown. He's a clown. Yeah. He does that clown shit. That song is so like. All the fucking that time. That song right? is so like. I, I, it's, I can't. I like it. I'm not even going to hate on it. I like it. The beat's good. I mean, it's catchy. I think I heard it like once. Yeah. Yo, it's Billy Ray Cyrus, my guy. It's Billy Ray Cyrus. Cyrus, yeah. My achy, breaky heart. Maya Cyrus, yeah. Maya Cyrus' daddy? Her daddy. Her daddy. Her daddy. All right, cool. That's cool. So this is uh, is what we're looking for next week. It should be a fun 
um, R&B filled episode. <laughs> so have you decided what topic? Uh, we'll we'll set it up on. We'll set it up off the off the, um, off the air. Yeah, um, I think we should go with my original idea, but hey, Mount Rushmore from the '90s to today. Let's do it. Female so, or male? I think part of the conversation I think will be fun. The era where like hip hop, like Method Man, Mary J, like the hip hop and R and B when that all mm-hmm. happened. I'm gonna I want to like look into that and I want to talk about that because that. Hey, have you listened to Mac Wiles yet? I listen wow. to what you haven't listened to it yet. Mac Wiles, New no. York story, New York love story. We talked about it on the last podcast two mm-hmm. weeks ago. Yeah, I'll play some songs for you, okay? Since she can't. Oh yeah, she can't. Since, since you're, on, oh, she's oh, not. Okay. No, don't don't do it like that. No, I'm gonna do it like that. <laughs> she's not <laughs> gonna let, listen to. It. I'm let, gonna play one song. Let her let her get the full experience. I'm gonna play one song. She, Yo, you like send me beep? send me. Can you, you like send me? What? You like Mob Deep? Yeah. Uh, yes. Okay. Album cover is crazy too. Just think, Salam Remy. Wait, wait. I'm, I don't. I don't think I heard you guys right. That's that's Mac Wild. Yes. And that's why you asked me, yeah, because I didn't. I'm not hearing you guys clearly. Yes, I did. I did. I did that's listen okay. to that after we Are got you, off listen, the other week, the and thing? I. I like I like him and I like a couple of the songs, but I you know what I might be I feel like I'm gonna put it on myself. I feel like I might be too old because that makes me feel like back when I used to like go out to clubs and like I would have been like, ew, this I love, but I feel like I'm. <laughs> do you know what I don't I know? Feel if that like makes sense I really to really I feel-, feel like you are in a different mode, life life wise, like. Because you seem to have a very, very low tolerance for a lot of different types of music. I have to be in the mood to listen to that. And there were some yeah. songs that were dope. And you know what? I, I feel like part of me, like I said with the other song, is like lyrics. connect. I connect with them on a like different, on an emotional level. And so if I don't, like what he's taught, like a lot of the songs, like what he's talking about, I am on a whole other, like me personally, like I'm like... Ugh, I hear that and I'm I I I see a dude saying that and I'm like, uh, you know what I mean? So like, yeah. so, like I'm not so sure. I'm, when I listen to it, should I think of a dude too telling me that? <laughs> right. Good point. So when I listen to you music, you think it's too deep. Yeah, when I listen, to, especially to to R and B, is the feel. Mm-hmm. Right. I rarely a, listen to the uh, to the lyrics until later. The first thing that catch me is the feel. Okay, what is it? The beat. Uh, what's the sound like? What is it taking me? Okay, let me let me hear now what what they saying. Oh, what she's saying. What he's saying. Oh, okay. Oh, I, I like this. You know, but the first is the feeling of exactly. What music is. And to me, when I was listening to him, to me, it feels first. like a dude trying to get with the chick. And right now, I'm just like, oh no, 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 no. Like that's such a 
that and yeah, that you're so right, Lo. You're so freaking right. We'll you're revi- so revis- right. Re- revisit this one, you know, at yeah. a later time when uh, yeah. things. No, a couple from. months ago, I would have been like, I would have been feeling it a lot more than I am right now. Hey. You, Lo, <laughs> Lo knows exactly what I'm talking about. But right now, I'm like, mm, no, no. Yeah, because you're not listening to a lot of stuff. Like a lot of the the stuff that we that we put out, and I think it's just the mood. Like you just like you're not in the mood. So you want to I think if you're really curious, you're gonna listen to it. But I think it's you know we we're I think we're all mood people for the most part when it comes to music. Like I didn't really want to. I was when I when I pulled up T Grizzly, I was at work, fucking doing quotes and shit. And I was like, I don't know if I want to listen. Yo, to what are the now. beats like? Because you know what, I feel like I want to listen to that at the gym this week. And I know I'm going to be uh, behind, but I want to listen yeah. to it. It's a good gym album. Right? Yeah. Okay. Do it. If you like that stuff. I'm going to try you know, to be I'm, more I'm open-minded. Gym guy. Right. Hey, slow right. jams. Not so much R&B, slow jams. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> I mean, I could listen to anything at the gym, but damn. Slow For jams. real? The slower, the better. Yeah. No, I, I listen to, uh, to be honest with you. Do you I, listen to... <sighs> Push it. I'm gonna nah. I go way left. I listen to podcasts at the gym. So you listen to what? I can listen to a podcast at the gym. Yeah. Cause it's all about for me, it's all about like grabbing my attention. Like I don't want to think about the you know, being the pain you go right. <laughs> exactly. Anything that take my mind off of like dying. I gotta I gotta <laughs> show you some videos. Oh yeah? Yeah. Oh. Um there's this guy, X X Marine, he, did, he actually was everything in, in the military. Mm-hmm. Uh, that tells you you should never listen to anything while really? you're working out or oh, while man. you're training hard. And he said because you gotta listen to yourself and learn about yourself. He's like, hmm. when you hear yourself, it said you say or yourself says that's enough, right? Or that's too much, right? It's too hard, and you push through that, right? That's when you become stronger. That mm. makes sense. When you listen to music, you're hiding away. Yeah, from that, right? That's and what I. So I, true. I'm not gonna lie. I'm that trying to hide. That's my biggest thing. Like anything to make me not think about the fact that I'm at the gym. That's what I'm trying. Because your to. brain wins all yeah. the time. Yeah, yeah your yeah, brain yeah, tells yeah. you no, that's enough. Right. So you can never really meet your your maximum potential. Maximum potential because you're not present. You're like trying to get your mind off of what you're doing. Yeah, because your body is actually. Is capable of doing a lot more, a lot, right, a lot right, more than what you right. you think. Right. That's like having a trainer. Sometimes, right. if you train by yourself, having a trainer is completely different because even though you think, "Oh, this is all I can lift," sometimes a trainer be like, "Nah, you can give me one more." Right. And you're like, "No," and they're like, "Yeah, you give me one more," and boom. Right. Yeah. So there's yeah, I'll send you the links. This yeah, guy broke the record in pull-ups. Wow. He did most pull-ups in 24 hours. Wow. He runs. He's an ultra runner. Like so long he distance. runs. Yeah, he runs yeah. like twenty four hours nonstop. What? Like Forrest yeah, Gump? Like, like, yeah, like crazy. Like he, like he'll he'll break like like joints and and like wow. while he's running. Like it's while crazy, crazy. That's crazy. That's like well, it's a mind over matter shit. But he'll say, "I hate fucking running. I hate running." Right. But I do this because it gets. I get to meet the real me every time I get to that weak point and I push through. That's that's powerful. But yeah, I'll send you the links. Yeah, please. So you gonna go no no music? Um, when you when you go back? No, cause I, I I still listen to myself. Yeah, I listen to my brain. Okay, like when I'm when I get to the point where I'm like, oh fuck, I'm tired, especially running, mm-hmm. or like I, when I do I do a lot of cycling now. 
okay. So I do cycling and I get to the you know thirty minute mark and I'm like shit, I fucking like I should just finish now. When I hear myself saying that, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. then I I tell myself to say, block that, block that shit off, mm-hmm, keep going, keep mm-hmm, pushing, mm-hmm. and then I control my breathing and I keep going more and more. So his thing worked out. I'm still listening to music, but right. I'm also I can hear myself okay. talk. I'm gonna do that too then. Yeah, it works. <laughs> All right. All right. So we don't really have a to- we have a lot of topics today that we delve in- delved into. I don't even know what the past tense of delve. But uh so what we're at an hour and forty I'm about to say a minute. Uh, at an hour and forty minutes right now, so nice. we should wrap it up. Um but t- next week we're gonna get into a real topic. We're gonna definitely touch on the R and B thing. We'll we'll get it down to ex- Ooh yeah. Ooh yeah. Get it down to the exact Harley Wilson topic. Yeah. Exactly. Drew Hill. Uh, King of R&B. Just all those guys. Trying. Jacquees. Bobby Brown. <laughs> Jacquees. Bobby yeah. Brown. So we, um, <laughs> so we'll definitely get into it fully. Get busy on some R&B shit next week. So and, I, and, and y'all better have R. Kelly on there. Yeah. Who? I'm just saying. Yeah, R. R. Kelly. Kelly. We can't. This is. This is not personal life. Yes, this, this is, is music. Strictly, this is music. music. Okay. He's a dirtbag. I hate him. Yeah, but his music is it's, fucking. It's so crazy that <laughs> when we had this idea a couple of weeks ago or last week or whatever, and I started, you know, started to get my thoughts together about the whole R and B thing, and you know, within five minutes, I'm like, shit, R. Kelly, and then I'm just like, okay. I can't. I can't leave. Because if, if we're, I'm sorry, but if we're not going to talk about R. Kelly, then we shouldn't talk about Michael Jackson allegedly. True. You True. know what I mean? So. True. Yeah. So yes, we're f- just talking about just music. I agree. What the fact that he was Jehovah Witness? Uh, oh, oh, oh! The the children thing. Okay. Yeah, sorry. you know, the the children <laughs> thing that you know yeah. that that. The little thing. The little that blip thing. In history. All Real right, quick, R. Kelly yeah. and Notorious B.I.G. What the hell was that song called? Not, not, not effing you tonight. The other one. They had two songs together. You'll remember, or I'm gonna send you the link. That is one of the best songs, and I can't let go of that one song that R. Kelly's on. It's Biggie and R. Kelly, and it's not effing you tonight. It's another song. Oh, I'm a- thank you for reminding me for something. So <laughs> I sent out the link that Narcos. <laughs> oh, music shit. was fucking um uh, what what's the song I said with um Migos, right? Stop it. No with Carl Thomas and uh and, and uh Faith Evans, Faith Evans. Faith Faith Evans. Faith, yes. What's the song? Um, oh, um Emotional. Yeah, uh, it was the emotional remix. Can't, can't believe it. Right? it. Uh huh. That's not the same song, bro. Okay. Watch this. This ain't Narcos? No. Okay. That don 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 Wait, he might it's be the same, right. It's, no. it's, the, it's the same Spanish guitar, but it's not the same dun, song. Dun, 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 dun. Yo. I can't believe we're doing this. No, because we're fucking doing it because you, you <laughs> think I'm wrong and I'm not. <laughs> I don't want to be right. So trust me, I don't want to be on the opposite end of your of your argument. <laughs> That's Narcos. <laughs> nah, that's the other one. There's no other one. I'm there is another one. Sorry. 
I'll find it. <laughs> but yeah. And Narcos Mexico. Why is it a different song in Narcos Mexico? I think it might so, be. Though. If that's the case, they're not. Oh, sounds like the same song to me. I'll figure that out. On the next Wait, episode on. of Dopest. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> Wait. Hold oh, on, man. real quick. This is what I was R. talking Kelly. about. R. Kelly. Oh. Are you kidding yeah, Big, me right now? Biggie, Biggie's on this? What? Don't tell him I said uh, it or my Jeep might get wetted. Oh, yeah. Damn. Uh. Uh, so yo, so this, is, this is what you're... I don't want to talk about R. Kelly, bro. This Come is what, you all, what you're on to now, T.T. I don't want to talk about R. Kelly. That song is like a song that like that's just one. Ain't the same without you, G. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I need to lock you in my basement. I never heard that song before in my life. In my life. In my lifetime, nigga. That was me first. All right. So, so we established that um, Tara TT is a huge uh, R. Kelly fan. (laughs) Yeah. All right. So that's it, folks. That's all I got. Thank you so much for, you know, being here with us. Yes, yes. Oh, um, we announced in the beginning that, you know, we, we are on Apple now. So, you know, we kind of kind of feeling ourselves. But, hey. Uh, you know, please subscribe. Listen, get everybody you can to subscribe. Subscribe, subscribe. Don't just listen. Go okay. on there and subscribe. So every time there's a new episode, guess what? You're going to get an alert on your phone. Yep. All right. So make sure you do that. And that's about it. Dopest. Dopest. Sorry about my strong opinions, even though I said I wouldn't apologize. I can't help it. I'm not over my apologizing yet. Okay. You still apologize. I'm done. All right. Peace. Hair grease.